everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are off to, geez, you could choose a location almost <laughs> in this game, uh, depending on what expansion you have. But when you get there, you're going to fight someone else. <laughs> uh, this is the se- game series Unmatched. Um, there are many, 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 uh, and continue to be more released, um, versions of this game or expansions or legends, I should say, that are released on this game. But, uh, you may have seen the originals with Sinbad, King Arthur, Alice in Wonderland, and Medusa. Otherwise, uh, there, I think the early ones that came out are Bigfoot and Robin Hood. Um, many more that I'm not remembering. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bruce Lee, Jurassic Park, Cobble and Fog with Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Lots of legends out there. But basically, we're reviewing Unmatched Series, which is a battle game series for two to four players. Uh, it is designed by Rob Davio, J.R. Honeycutt, and Justin J. or Justin D. Jacobson. Artist Olivia, Oliver Barrett. And uh, published by Mondo Re- Games or Restoration Games, depending on which uh, which version you grabbed. <clears throat> this is a game rated about I don't know one. It says one point eight three on BGG. I'd say that's about right. It's it's not a super complicated game. It's a game of in cards with a very clever map system that's very simple. Everything about this game is like a streamlined structure of a battle game. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's done really, 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 really well. It's very accessible. I think kids could play this game as opposed to casual gamers. Uh, Playtime is about 20 to 40 minutes. Uh, and I, I'd say that's about right, depending on how many people are playing and what you're playing. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about how we play it, and then we'll get into more details on what we think about it. All right. This is going to go pretty quick. There's there's not yeah. a lot to this. Uh, so, basically... You're gonna put a put a board out. Uh, the board is it depends on what version you have, but it's a pretty basic board. It's got a bunch of circles on it, and a few of those are marked spaces. But that's only for initial setup. And they're kind of separate out into zones uh, that you can easily tell by the the colors. Some of them are in multiple zones. It, yeah, it, it, it looks exactly how you think it would look. Uh, just different circles with different colors in them, mostly. Uh, all one color or separate into two or three colors to indicate what zone they are in. Uh, each player will start with a hero, uh, which entails having a deck, some dials, maybe a couple of other chits, uh, and their little hero figurine. Um, uh, I think we played a game where we were playing, I was Alice and you were Medusa. Uh, Alice had a little uh, henchman type character, the Jabberwocky, and you had three different um uh, Hydras was it? I uh, no uh, harpies. Harpies, yes. Uh, but we uh, the harpies. Uh, that is not guaranteed that you have extra little chits that goes along with it. You might just have something where it's just the one thing. Uh, so it it really depends. It all changes based on the character. The important thing is that each uh, set, each hero set. <coughs> excuse me, uh, has a deck of cards that comes with it. Uh, each player is going to take those, shuffle them up, uh, and they will start with five cards in their hand. Uh, their dials will start at whatever health is the maximum for that particular character, whether it be 13 or 16 or whatever it is. It's going to vary based on how each uh, hero works. Uh, and essentially the goal of the game is to take out the other player's hero. Uh, or or if, if, if you really have to, hope your other player takes themselves out uh it is possible to lose the game 
by your own doing uh, in this game. Uh, although not likely. Uh, what you're going to be basically doing is you have three actions that you can do on your turn. Uh, they're basically a draw slash move type action. A And I'm trying to look up the exact wording of what they call it. I think it's called a scheme. Yes, a scheme uh, and an attack. Those are the basic things you can do in a turn. You can do two actions on your turn. You can repeat any of those actions. So you could do a draw move, draw move, or a draw and attack, attack, a draw move, uh, however you want to do it up, as long as you have it in your hand to do. Each of the cards in your hands indicates what type of a card it is. It will uh, have a little icon that uh, makes it very clear. Uh, the draw move, basically, is you draw a card, add it to your hand, uh, and then you are allowed to move your hero and any of the additional figurines up to a certain amount of movement. Again, it's always based on your uh, particular character that you're playing. For example, Alice had two movement, which meant Alice and the Jabberwock can each move two uh, spaces. You do not have to move the full allotment, um, and you they aren't it, the the two isn't. Uh, separated between the two. Alice can move two, and then the Jabberwocky can move two. There's no, there's no, it has to total up to two. It's, everything can move two. Very simple in that respect. <coughs> uh, If you do take a card, you are not required to to move. Uh, That is always optional. But if you do take the move draw action, you are required to draw, uh, which can bite you. And I will get to that in a bit. Um, uh, The next thing you can do is take a scheme. There are certain cards that you have in your hand that have a little lightning bolt symbol on them. You just play them and do whatever it says on it. Uh, They vary. It could be something where you draw additional cards, or it could be something uh, where your opponent has now a choice to to do. it, it, it can change certain things. Uh, then the 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 meat of the game comes into the attack. Uh, this looks like I don't know, like a bashing symbol, kind of like a little like a pow that you'd see in a comic book thing. Uh, and uh, essentially, you can play these at any time that it. Fits, depending on your character, because there are two different types of attacks. Uh, there are melee attacks and ranged attacks, and that all depends on your character or possibly your your sidekicks. Uh, because not if you your hero might have a different way of attacking than your sidekicks. Um, uh, it, it if if you, if it needs to be a melee attack, then you need to be right next to it. You must be in two adjacent positions. If it is a ranged attack, then you just need to be in the same zone. Uh, zone again being on spaces of the same color uh, to be able to attack them. You don't have to worry about distance, it's just zone. Uh, And there's also no line of sight. When you're doing this, you will take one of your attack cards uh, and you will place it face down and you will declare your targets who's attacking who. Uh, Sometimes it doesn't matter, but occasionally it will matter. Uh, Your opponent then has the opportunity to play a defense card. Uh, It will look like a shield in the icon uh, and they will place it face down. They do not have to place one of these, but it is is their choice. Uh, It's possible they may may not be able to. Uh, I did not mention this, but... Uh, something to keep in mind, which uh, we did kind of miss, but I think we accidentally followed the rules for the most part. Uh, it does the cards do specify who can use some cards. So some of them will say any, which means any uh, of your 
uh, players can do it. Some of them specify specifically, like it might say Alice, which means only Alice can use it and the Jabberwocky can't type of a thing. Uh, but you just have to pay attention when you're using them. Okay, I can use this one for this one, but I can't use it for that one. Uh, after they have been both played face down, you will both flip them over. Uh, and then you will basically compare the numbers on them. The numbers usually range between one and three, five, uh, depending on what the characters are some of them don't go as high as five some for some characters it only goes as high as four possibly only three it all it all varies uh if you just compare those two numbers and take the difference if the defender had equal to or higher defense value uh they basically don't take any hits if they had a number that was lower than the other player's card they will take damage equal to that difference uh the other thing to note is that there are usually some sort of um, effects on these cards listed below. Uh, there's a few, maybe a sentence or two below. These can affect the combat. They could affect during combat. They could affect after combat. Uh, they will tell you specifically right before what's going to lead into it. So it could be something where it's during combat, you cancel out the other person's effect, or it could be after combat, uh, you deal one damage to the opponent that attacked you, things like that. So you just kind of have to, it's, they're usually pretty simple. There isn't too much overlapping things. You don't have to worry too much about well, what effect takes effect. When. It's very clear when things they take effect and how they're going to take effect. Uh, it's not something where that you need to look into the manual. They're very clear about this. Uh, after that, uh, whoever needs to take damage takes damage, and it the game continues on. Each player, again, takes two actions. Once they're done with their actions, it is then the opponent's turn. Uh, and I did uh, mention, I come back to one thing. I probably should have said it when I brought it up. But uh, if you ever run out of cards in your deck, you do not get to take your discarded cards. Any cards you play get discarded. Uh, you do not get to reshuffle your card deck. Uh, that means anytime you will draw cards uh, and you don't have anything to draw from, you will actually just take two damage, uh, which means you could accidentally kill yourself if you draw too many cards. Uh, and that's that's pretty much it. Whoever kills the other player's hero first wins. Uh, you can kill the other tokens and things like that, like a Jabberwocky or Harpies. Uh, when they die, they just die. The game is not over. Uh, some of them will have their own dials. So, for example, the Jabberwocky had a dial where it had a health of eight, uh, which means eight health needed to be taken out. Uh there are, if it doesn't have a dial, it just means it has one health, which means as soon as it takes one uh, hit of damage, it's gone, uh, which, for example, the Harpies uh, do. But there were three Harpies to, say, one Jabberwocky. So usually things like that balance out. But that's basically the game. Whoever kills the other person first wins. There we go. <laughs> yeah, very, very traditional battle royale or head-to-head -head battle style. Um I uh, I thought this played great as a two-player game. This was really interesting. I thought the 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 characters, the legends, are very well designed. I mean, it's an interesting choice where they started out, you know, with more probably easier to get legends, but um, they're definitely partnered with some uh, very famous IPs. Jurassic Park specifically is a big one, and uh, each character does have a very interesting playstyle. And as the newer expansions have come out, it seems like they're getting more and more creative with how those playstyles work. I was looking at the Jurassic Park one the other day, and um, you play the Raptors versus um, the InGen. Uh, what's the main guy? Anyway, the hunter in the first movie, and then InGen employees. Who are also the clever girl guy? <laughs> yeah, the clever girl. Uh, trap the raptors, and so they're kind of designed to battle each other. 
but I could see after playing the game how well they would integrate into playing any against any other um, legend or any other legend trying to play against them. It, it is pretty impressive how well balanced this game feels for how disparate. There's definitely characters that are harder to play than others. One of the games that we played, I played Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He has no minions, He and he has to flip back and forth between Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde to do specific things. Um, and he, I feel like there's a harder learning curve for him, but I did, I did enjoy him. He's interesting, but it's... Uh, anyway, overall, I think they're really well were really well designed. It's, it's It struck me as uh, quite well-balanced. Um, yeah, what were your overall thoughts of the game? I I really enjoyed it. I was a little bit worried. I'm I'm always a bit hesitant when I get to games where you're attacking the other player. Uh, honestly, I thought uh, the games that we play, it was going to be something where I was just going to be completely just overtaken by you. I, I tend to <laughs> I tend to be in games for people who don't like to attack another person, uh, where there's a bit of strategery and you have to play your cards just right. Uh, I tend to find that if you're not really going out and getting it and, and understanding the, the flow of, okay, well, you don't want to go all in or else you're going to get completely murdered, but you don't want to hang too far back or else you're never going to make any headway. Uh, I tend to do poorly on those games. Um, I think, uh, for, to, to, Maybe not quite as similar, but a game like, say, Scythe, uh, where you do want to attack, but you don't want to focus all your all your time attacking because you're just going to kind of fall behind. I tend to hang back way too much, uh, and then I just don't <laughs> win the game because I just don't have enough, enough points in all the different areas to do things. So I was a little bit worried that, oh, oh gosh, no, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to have the right balance between attacking and holding back. But I felt... The cards kind of gave me a good idea of, okay, this is kind of how I should be playing this character. Uh, I think with my game with Alice, she had an interesting technique of she could change her size from big to small. If she was big, uh, she didn't get any defense boost, but she got an attack boost of two. Uh, And if she was small, she got a defense boost of one, but no attack boost. So it was an interplay of playing the right cards to change my size so that I was in it to attack, uh, but I was kind of getting out when I could and defending at the same time. So trying to figure out when to change size was kind of the interesting interplay, which I eventually was able to kind of figure out after I got through about uh, maybe five or six cards. I'm like, oh, I see, I see how this kind of works. And it was it was really fun. And I it got to a point where I actually didn't care. Uh, I think in the in the game we played, you just like took out my Jabberwocky in like the second right. attack. It was just gone in one swoop. So I was a l- really worried that I'm like, oh god, this is exactly how it's gonna go down. But I was kind of able to figure out, okay, no, 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 no. I I can kind of if I can work things just right, if I can play my cards, I can kind of see a step by step process of okay, if I lead with this one and then I can go to that one, and as long he, as he doesn't like. Switch swoop around here i can probably do that uh there were definitely some surprises in the decks uh for both of us uh i i think i played a few cards where you're like oh i've got him trapped but then i play a card where i was like basically able to teleport out of the little right. trap he made or there were a few times where you'd do something where it's just like all right as long as i do this then i've got and then he'd like cancel the effects and i'm like oh that that ruins my entire plan i was going to like do eight <laughs> damage to you and now it's only one uh but <laughs> 
it's it's I really like it. I, I like those little surprises. Um, although I mean, the more you get to know the game, those are going to be less of surprises and more of things you can plan for, or or at the very least try and mitigate. Or you know, if you're good at counting cards, which I I. I personally wouldn't do in this game there there's too many things that could happen to be like okay you can kind of know the the cards indicate how many of them there are of each so you can be like all right well he's already played two of those so the chances of him not having one of those all right i probably can play this and get away with the type of a thing uh but i i mean i don't think it's really worth it to do that it's a very it's got a nice flow to it and i i like the way the board kind of the different maps kind of I like that idea of, oh, it's just zones or you're next to it. Uh, it's sometimes with games like this, it's like, well, you have to have line of sight. And as long as you're not behind, you know, two things and if there's opponent in the way, you can't. It's just like, no, it's very simple. I mean, I didn't mention this, but you can go over your own people, but you can't go over uh, your opponent's stuff when moving. And that's that's the basics of line of sight, if anything. Uh, you, 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 I like not having to worry about that that distance but i do like the the extra dimensionality of the game it could i've played games similar to this where it's a an attacky card based game things like uh flash duel uh and war of endines where uh you, that you're trying to play your cards and you're trying to outthink kind of like a very advanced um uh, paper rock scissors where it's like all right i'll play this which adds defense but also gives me an extra block and i can move in really quick and hit as long as he doesn't play this type of defense card i think i'll be able to and but each of those games that i've played like that they're very one-dimensional where you're either getting closer or further away there is not a all right i'm gonna veer this way i'm gonna get into this zone and then i think i'll be set there's none of that it's just all you're all in kind of like it's like you're trapped on a bridge on these games uh, which I mean, they 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 have their their moment, their feel. I like them, uh, although that one dimensionality of it is a little bit simplified. I think I mentioned it to my wife that oh, it's kind of a little bit like Flash Duel, but there was a lot a lot more to it. She's she's like oh, and I'm like, but it's it's better because she she was like <laughs> Flash Duel. Flash Duel is quite simple. Uh, it's not a hugely popular game, but it's it's very like all right, you can move up two, and if then you just compare the numbers. I played a four, and you played a two. So I beat you on that, or oh, I was able to play three threes, and it, you know, so it's it's pretty simple. Uh, but uh, I think War of Endines takes that and makes it uh, a lot more complex, which he actually hasn't played yet. Uh, I only just have the game sitting, and I've read the rulebook a number of times. Uh, but it, it 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 those games, I I like them because it's very simple. You're you're able to play from a this deck of cards you don't have to worry about oh you know i'm gonna roll these dice i like not having to worry about that i like having choices on my cards and this two-dimensionality that this game added i i really enjoyed and i loved how thematic uh it was to each characters and how you can kind of change it every time so i really enjoy i was surprised by how much i like this yeah, me too. I this one kind of yeah, definitely it caught me by surprise. I I uh, yeah, I was kind of expecting a good. I like these games, types of games, these battle games, and I was expecting a good one. But I yeah, I really, really, really wasn't surprised on how much I liked it. Like as well, um, you know. And part of it, I think, too, is the novelty of it. Like you mentioned before, it's like you're gonna get to know these decks. But there's something about just matching up blindly where 
uh, with these, or not blindly, but matching up mi- these weird mismatched <laughs> legends, unmatched, you could yes. say, perhaps, <laughs> uh, with each other, like having the Jurassic Park Raptors fight um, Alice in Wonderland. I mean, <laughs> it's just sort of uh, it's hilarious to think about. And uh, they do feel very well designed to theme, and so it does make sense. Not that Alice was <laughs> getting into bloody battles, but uh, the way the like the Raptors work, or the way that uh, the Invisible Man works, um, are really really appropriate for their character, and so it really does feel like you are approaching this game with their uh, backstory in mind, and the way they they would might approach uh, engaging in a battle like this. So I I'd like to play more of this. Um, and to see if the novelty wears off. But, man, they keep coming out with expansions, and they keep coming out with uh, other uh, plans for bigger and better things. You can still get the original two um, four Legend boxes, Volume 1, and the uh, Cobble and Fog. Cobble and Fog, though, is getting harder to find, I'm noticing. but um, I see it every now and then when I go to the stores. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that the that it's getting scarcer at least where um you can still find volume 1 more but Cobble and Fog's getting a little uh more expensive than the two. Still very reasonable, but um but anyway, yeah, I I really like this. They they did a great job with the structure. I was also a little worried about the board. Like when I was looking at videos about the game, the board looks so simple. Like it's something that they uh, like a child would put together, <laughs> just a bunch of circles <laughs> it around. It does. <laughs> But the way the zones are set up, it does create these really great decisions that you have to make, especially based on what your character strengths are. So it's not just do I, you know, am I going to attack? It's like, okay, wait, where? All right, here's how I start my turn. How do I need to end my turn? Where should I be? Knowing what they can do and how close they can get to me or if they have minions or not or what I have a sense of their deck's focus is – it it doesn't need to be more complex than it is, and honestly, probably would have been distracting if it if it was. The game really is in the cards, but it is great to have that tactical uh, territory, uh, not control, but territory management as well while you, while you're battling. Just all around, they did a great great job with the structure. Uh, I also think this is a great one for people who are. You know, like kind of an introduction. This is kind of an introductory version to these types of head-to-head games. Like my my wife and I like to play Magic sometimes, and we'll play other uh, we'll play Star Realms and other of these head-to-head games. And this would be right up our alley, even though we're well versed in those. I definitely think that this we would really enjoy playing this together. But also, I could see introducing introducing this to someone who isn't used to those games and maybe is a little either hesitant or just unfamiliar. Um, I'm not sure how well this would play as three players or four. I'd like to try it, but I, I kind of feel the sweet spot is is a two player game. <laughs> to yeah. be honest, I just feel like if you're playing with three, it's it's that elimination thing where someone's just going to get ganged up on or someone's going to get edged out, and then it's just going to be two people um, banging it out anyway. So the other the other thing about this is I I'd watched some other reviews and I think Shut Up and Sit Down made a mention of, of the possibility that some of these games can just fall flat. You just feel like you're getting the crap kicked out of you. <laughs> by the other person until you're done <laughs> and you never get your footing. And I could I could see that and that was my biggest worry when we when we play tested this. But uh as the one who lost both games <laughs> who who plays these games regularly, I, I definitely felt like it wasn't necessarily like uh the the one when I lost Medusa versus Alice and I lost that, that was 
just obviously my uh, unfamiliarity with how like Alice's deck and Alice Alice is a heavy hitter. She is a she has massive attack potential. And then the other game we played where I was playing Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. He like I said before, he was just a totally different way to play this game. And uh, many of the legends have minions. He he does not. He's one of the few that has no one to help him, and he he has to switch back and forth. And he seems to have all these like negative effects. <laughs> yeah, but, but I I could see getting his pacing down, and I just never got his pacing down. So I I thought it was fun just to try to figure that out. Um, I I could see if you're playing this all the time and you're just never getting him to work, that would be frustrating. But but I, anyway, I, my concern about feeling stomped and having no uh, recourse, uh, I, I just didn't feel it. I feel like it sort of felt like every other head-to-head game. Some day, some games you're going to do great. Uh, your cards are going to be coming out the way you want them, and some some aren't. The nice thing about these games, like many others, is that it, it's pretty short. So you can you know, get through that game. You can switch to Legends. You can play another Legend, or you can just do it again and uh, keep playing till you win. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's much of an issue, to be honest, at least in the few plays that were the couple plays that we did. Uh, okay, let's see. What else do we got to cover here? Um, uh, let's see. What else was I going to bring up? I cannot remember. Oh, well, let's talk about <laughs> taking this out <laughs> like we should be doing anyway. <clears throat> All right, so if you're going to be taking these games out, they are great for that. Uh, like, like Alex was mentioning in the uh, instructions, basically it's card game with miniatures on a board. So it's pretty much every genre of game shoved into one, potentially. But uh, what you're going to have in the middle of the table is the game board, of course. And uh, that is the, you know, I'm not actually sure the physical size of that. I don't think it's too big. It's definitely, it's definitely like uh, it folds in half and fits in its game box and it's a smaller sized game box. So very easily it can fit in the middle between two people. Um, or in the middle around four people if you want to get a few more or a couple more in, in the mix. And uh, your miniatures are going to go on there. They have starting positions that are assigned based on uh, first player and then descending order of the other players get placed in specific areas, which is nice that you just sort of, who's first player? Okay, you go there. And then so it's quick setup time. And uh, that is pretty much it for the board. You're also going to place your minions if you have any on the board, uh, unless they come up with something else. And maybe there's something that you keep next to you minion-wise. I don't know. They all sky's the limit with what they could do this game. In front of you, you're going to have your uh, legend identity card. That'll have just a general uh, turn order explanation on the back. But on the flip side, it'll kind of explain your specific abilities and your minions' uh, abilities and health and movement um, uh, on that one side. So it's just a good reference card. You'll, then you'll have your deck, and you'll have your hand of cards. Uh, next to that, you're going to have your life tracker for your legend, and if he, ha- he or she has minions, you're going to have a life tracker for them uh, as well. Yeah, sometimes they don't have life trackers, like Alex mentioned. If they don't, they are just one hit, one kill uh, minions. Uh, and that is pretty much it. You, throughout the course of the game, you're just going to be playing cards to your uh, to the, playing cards out, and then discarding them into your discard pile, and uh, just keeping track of your life and your minions' lives. And that's uh, that's. That's pretty much it. Yeah, otherwise, you're, yeah, they got a lot of room. <laughs> you got a lot of room for, for food or drinks. I do think this probably passes the pizza test, especially if you're playing with two people, mainly because you can set this off to the side. This game, there's no, like, 
uh, one thing that's nice about this is there's no like specific orientation that's better. There's not like an up or down to this board. Any way you look at it, it it doesn't really matter. There's not an orientation really doesn't matter in this board. So as long as it, you can you can turn it to the side and then set it off to the side, as long as both of you can see what hap- or is going on and can move pieces, you could easily play with uh, central central food and the board off to the side. And your hands off the side. I don't know if I'd want to play this while eating pizza, <laughs> but <laughs> you could. <laughs> yeah. And the cards that you're playing, you're again, there's no tableau that you're building out. There's no you don't have to keep these cards out. You're just putting a deck somewhere, a discard pile somewhere. You're only ever playing one card at a time when you're attacking, uh, or just a really quick into your discard if it's a scheme, something like that. These the, the you're not placing a lot of cards out so you're not taking up extra room really much with these things it's just a okay i have one card face down are you putting one out and then you flip and then it's gone it, it does it's you barely even need you can just hold it in your hand if you want to if it's going to take up that much room so it's the the fact that you're not building some sort of tableau or some sort of thing where you're building off of other cards it's not, it's not really a game like that it's just a one card at, at a time type situation yeah um. Uh, yeah. So vibe table vibe. I, it's great. It like for most of these battle games, you're there's going to be a lot of back and forth. There's there's moments where your cards aren't going your way. Moments where cards are going your way. Moments where you're laying a trap, and then Alex steals the card you need at the last second and <laughs> ruins it. Um, lots of moments like that <laughs> where p- good payoffs, bad payoffs. Uh, frustrating moments, glorious moments. It, it's just well done. The, the pacing of the game is pretty, pretty solid, and uh, there's a lot of variation. So, but it also allows for, um, you know, some trash talking or just some conversation of nothing else over the course of the game. It's it's great, and then it's not super heavy. It's very clear what you can do in your turn, and you might have, like I said, something you're planning, but that turn you have a few action choices. And just, you know, choose two of them. And you could do the same one twice if you want to. You could just run away or <laughs> run around the board until your uh, mega plan comes to fruition. Uh, that's probably what I should have done with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is ran away a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it allows for a lot of conversation around the table. And yeah. I, I could also see this, this game. Um, the one thing I would say with four being good uh, or, or working is, or, or three is that um, – the turns go pretty quick, and it does allow like you can side side chat while someone's doing their turn, without really losing what's happening in the game. You can you can look away for a minute and then look back and really quickly be like, oh okay, here's what's going on. Okay, all right, here's what I'm gonna do, <laughs> and not kind of uh, have to like, oh crap, well what do I do now? Go through your cards again. Um, who would and wouldn't like this? I definitely think this is once again a game very well designed, very clearly tested to the nth degree. And uh, I think pretty much any gamer would enjoy this. It's as with these battle games, though, it's definitely going to be maybe or maybe not your cup of tea if you if you do or do not like direct confrontation uh, in games. Um, I have a hard barometer for that because I I just love these games. And so for me, it's just like, why wouldn't you love this? But I do (laughs) understand that some people just don't. They don't like this style of play. So that's probably the biggest strike against it. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Um, can you think of anything that's like huge sway one way or the other that stood out? I mean, I did kind of mention it. I'm not a huge person of, oh, I need to attack you. I did enjoy this game 
Uh, I didn't think it was something where – I mean, it, I think maybe if if had the positions been turned around and I would have been in your position and you would have been in my position, I feel like that Jekyll game would have just – just turned me off to this game, possibly. Uh, although I did, I really did enjoy the game. Uh, that first game we played was a nice little back and forth. There were definitely moments where I thought, ooh, this could go sideways depending on what he's playing type of a thing. Right. And uh, the, I just had just the right thing swing my way. There were definitely moments in that game where I was like, ooh, I need him to do this. And if he does this, I can pull this off. And then you you did that. So I got really, I was like, all right, as long as he comes in and attacks, I can pull off a double attack on my next turn, <laughs> which which worked. And I just pummeled you with that that move. So, I mean, it, it, I like the idea of a strategy kind of like hiding behind and just like busting out and just hoping your plans work out. And I, it's really interesting. It, the, I think the, the thing for me is that it plays really, really quickly. Um, and that is a really nice thing. If this was a game that lasted like an hour and it was a back and forth, I think I would have been much more of like a, uh, you know, I don't think it's worth it. But it plays so quick. It, even if you have a game where you completely get clobbered, you're going probably going to get clobbered pretty quick. Uh, it, it, I, my guess is that a game like that, you're probably going to last maybe ten minutes uh, if you're if you're kind of dedicated to it. The one where you got clobbered, I think it lasted a little bit over that, but. I think we took like a bathroom break and a food break real quick somewhere in the middle of there uh, for both of <laughs> yeah. us. And it was just like, oh, yeah, all right, well, that, 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 that. and we kind of both saw it coming. So we were able to kind of make light of the situation. But uh, I, I think it works. I, if you don't like games where you're just attacking the other player I enjoy it, I'm, I think my wife, who also doesn't enjoy it, might like this game. Uh, but I could see her getting turned off by it personally, just just yeah. because of the constant attacking type of situation. I think she would definitely play it every now and then, but it definitely wouldn't come up on her radar as something to play. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, I think that's a good summation. I I feel that covers the bases there. Uh, would your mom like it? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Uh, this is just a, not your mom's game for sure. I uh, I think maybe like one thing this game is, is it's beautifully designed. The card, each legend has its own deck of cards that is very, very well thought out art wise and stylized. And it's cool. It's really cool to look at. Uh, the boards are just kind of very abstract. They're OK. I mean, they're they're good for what they do, but they don't like. They don't draw the eye outside of the fact that it's a board with colors. <laughs> I mean, it's it's functionally well designed, um, but it's really the the anyway. It looks interesting on the table as a full package, so I could see her mom kind of like watching for a second. But I can't imagine she would uh, be clamoring to play this game. <laughs> I I agree with you, unless unless in the future they come out with an expansion that has like. Uh, Perry Mason and Magnum P.I. as characters you can play. Oh, that would be I, amazing. I, I know that would be so awesome. But if they did that, <laughs> I think she that might pique her interest just a little bit. Uh, but <laughs> until then, yeah, this is this is a hard no for her. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, geez, that would be awesome. Like classic black and white TV characters are uh, are color well, those aren't just black and white, but like <laughs> 60s and 70s classic TV characters, Miss Marple from and PBS and uh, <laughs> Murder She Wrote. Oh yeah, lady. Oh, that'd be awesome. 
That'd be that'd be super cool. They totally should do that. I can't imagine the rights are uh, owned by anyone at this point anymore either. I'm sure they're up for grabs. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, gr- a really good recommend. Definitely one for um. You know, it's one of those games too with that they're they have a lot of bases covered in intellectual property rights. It seems they're able to to use them. Like they just came out with the Buffy set, uh, Bruce Lee standalone set. Um. And, and the matchups are interesting, too, for the duos. Like, I mentioned the Jurassic Park one, which makes sense, but then there's the Bigfoot versus Robin Hood. And the only thing that ties them together is that they both live in the woods. <laughs> so, But apparently they're having a battle in the woods. Um, and so, anyway, as these come out, you know, I, I you don't need to collect them all. Just collect the one that, you know, strikes your interest, and, and um, that's, that's probably going to be uh, the best one to start with, whatever one looks more interesting to you character-wise. All right, let's see. Have we done it? Did we cover all the bases for Unmatched? I think we, did. we covered I think we did every base. We did it. We are unmatched for base coverings. All right, everyone. Well, um, I had kind of an exciting day this or week this week. Uh, we had a pipe burst in our house, and uh, <laughs> so I—that's my excuse for the week, and I think it's pretty valid. Gosh darn it. Uh, Denver is going through a cold snap right now, and uh, it's very unusual for us to get in the negatives in the city. And uh, it is like liquid fireworks all over the the town. People's pipes are bursting all over the place that we were not prepared for this. And I was one of them. So we had a fun little adventure with that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to beg off from uh, – from, I, I guess I – no, I made an excuse. There we go. I don't have to beg off from anything. I had an excuse, and it was valid. <laughs> but – uh, thank you guys for listening. We hope that your pipes are not bursting and you are staying warm and playing some games. You can get a hold of us a couple different ways if you want to talk to us about some games you're playing or give us some recommendations. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form there. We'd love to hear from you, and we hope that you're getting some games played. Until next time, we will catch you all on the next episode. Bye. <laughs>